Welcome to Anti-Aging Insights, where age is a state of mind and aging is a treatable condition. And now, here is your host, Dr. Terry Fisher. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. It's great to have you along as always. Thank you for tuning in. And again, for those of you that are enjoying the podcast and the content, it's always appreciated when you share and leave reviews on the podcast player. So if you feel so inclined, fantastic. Thanks so much. Today we are talking about Botox FAQs. And when I say Botox, I really mean neuromodulators. Botox is just one type or one brand of neuromodulators, but the term neuromodulator and Botox is often used interchangeably. And so if you hear me say Botox or you hear me say neuromodulator, then that is referring to the same type of chemical. These are some of the questions that I'm frequently asked when it comes to neuromodulators. And so I thought it would be great to put together a podcast episode today to answer about 10 or so of these frequently asked questions. So let's get right to it. The first one is, what is it and how does it actually work? So as I mentioned, Botox or neuromodulators are a type of chemical that is injected into a muscle. And when that chemical interacts with the muscle and binds to the receptors in that muscle, it helps the muscle to relax. What that means is the nerve signals that cause the muscle to contract are actually blocked. And that relaxes the muscles. And you can imagine that if you have muscles that have been relaxed, the overlying skin can no longer move because the muscle is relaxed. The muscle is not moving as much. Picture in your mind an accordion. If you take that accordion and you move it back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, you can see the movement of the accordion. But if you just stretch that accordion out to its maximum length and don't move it, you don't see the wrinkling, the folding of the accordion. And it's the same kind of idea when it comes to the muscles beneath the skin. Studies have proven that this is an effective way, neuromodulators or Botox, they are an effective way to relax the muscles and then treat wrinkles. And it has been used for many, many years with great success. So that is what it is in a nutshell and how it works. All right, the next question is, who is a good candidate for Botox? Botox or neuromodulators is a good option for anyone that is bothered by the appearance of wrinkles on their face. What is important to know though, is that there are certain populations of people who should not be getting neuromodulators. The most relevant of those would be women who are pregnant or breastfeeding, as well as certain medical conditions. They may not be able to receive Botox injections. So this is going to be a recurring theme here. It's important to always consult with a qualified medical professional to determine if it is safe for you. Most people have no issue at all with neuromodulators, but there are those few exceptions, and those are the types of questions that we ask when someone comes in to have a neuromodulator treatment. Number three, what are the potential side effects of neuromodulators? Like any medical procedure, there are potential side effects with injections. As with any injection, some of the side effects can include slight pain at the site, some redness, some swelling, but these are very temporary. There is a small, very small risk of an infection. So these are things that we watch for. And the side effect of the actual medication, meaning when you inject that neuromodulator, as I mentioned, it helps to block the muscle. So if it is not done in the precise location where we want it to be done, it can have some detrimental effects. So an example of this would be if you inject too much in an area that is perhaps 
too low down on the forehead, it can cause your eyebrow or your eyelid to droop. And that's just one example of a side effect of this treatment. So again, for that reason, it's very important to have these treatments done by somebody who's very experienced in this area. Number four, question often comes up is how long does the neuromodulator last? And the generic answer to this is it lasts typically between three and six months. I will say the duration though can really vary depending on a person's metabolism and the area that is being treated, how big the dose was. Understandably, a bigger dose tends to last longer, but I will say if I had to give a general rough ballpark, most people are gonna see that the effects wear off after about three months, three to four months. You may be able to get some longer lasting effects in some rarer circumstances. Number five, can neuromodulators be used to treat medical conditions in addition to cosmetic uses? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Neuromodulators can be used to treat a huge number of medical conditions. Some of the ones that are more commonly treated include migraines, muscle spasms, excessive sweating, also known as hyperhidrosis. The scientific research for neuromodulators shows that these chemicals, these medications are definitely an effective treatment for these conditions and they can provide significant relief for patients. So if you are looking at, for example, chronic migraines, if you're looking at excessive sweating, temporomandibular joint pain, these are all things that we can treat with neuromodulators. Number six, very common question is how much does it cost? Now this is very hard to answer on a podcast because there are a lot of different variables. Some clinics or some practitioners will charge per area. So for example, to treat the frown area, the glabella region as it's called, they may have a set rate for that. Some clinics or some practitioners may charge per unit. And then even with the units, there's quite a range, oftentimes anywhere from $8 up to $13, $14, $15 per unit. And so it really depends on what you're having treated and how many units are being used and how many different areas. In some cases, there's actually a combination of different ways that the price is arranged for these types of treatments. So again, it's hard to answer that on a podcast, but of course, if you reach out to the practitioner that you're interested in obtaining these treatments from, then you can get all the information through them. Number seven, is it a safe procedure? Typically, Botox or neuromodulators are considered to be extremely safe. And as I mentioned, it has been used for cosmetic reasons for decades, literally. And so again, with the right practitioner, the risks that I mentioned earlier are low, they are rare, and generally speaking, Botox is a very, very safe type of treatment. Question number eight, can Botox be used to prevent wrinkles? Well, as we talked about, you can definitely use them to treat the wrinkles. And what's interesting is that by having Botox treatments done early when you're younger, you prevent those dynamic wrinkles, those dynamic creases in the skin from occurring because you are relaxing the muscles before the skin has had a chance to create those creases. And so some people choose to start getting these injections done in their 20s or 30s as a preventative measure, and that can definitely be done. Number nine, how long does it take to see the results of an injection? 
Typically, you can start to see the results of a, a Botox injection within about three days, but to see the full results of the injection, it typically takes about 10 days or so. For that reason, when I see a patient for the first time for Botox injections, I actually like to have them come back approximately two weeks after I've done the treatment so that we can evaluate how the dose was, how the results turned out, and if there are any necessary touch-ups to be done, then we can do that, and that way we can obtain the best possible results for my patients. Number 10, were there any long-term effects of neuromodulator use? Well, the short answer is, there is currently no evidence to suggest that the long-term use of Botox has any harmful effects on the body. In fact, if you stop doing your Botox injections, then what tends to happen is the wrinkles that you were treating, they tend to come back. And so essentially you have the benefit of the Botox as long as you're using it. And when you stop using it, your face, your body, whatever you're treating goes back to the way it was because Botox is a temporary treatment and because it does wear off, as I mentioned, in approximately three to four months or so. The next question is, can Botox be used to treat wrinkles on other parts of the body? Well, absolutely. The neck is a very common place to have Botox treatments done as well. For platysma bands, these are the bands that run down the front of the neck. You could also use Botox for a calf slimming. Uh, in some cultures, this is very popular, and so we can use Botox to help slim the calf. We can also use it to help slim the face as well while we're talking about that. Question 12, does Botox hurt? Well, the needles that we use for Botox injections are tiny. They are the same type of needles that are used for people with diabetes who need to administer insulin to themselves. It's the same type of syringe and needle. So these are tiny, tiny needles. They are relatively painless. Some people might feel a slight discomfort or just a slight stinging sensation during the injection, but the injection takes literally a second and you can treat an entire face in just a few minutes and you're done. So I'd be lying if I said there was absolutely no discomfort, but it is relatively painless and the discomfort is minimal. Next question is how often do I need to get my neuromodulator injections? Well, again, it depends on the individual and certainly the size of the area being affected. But as I mentioned, most times the neuromodulator will wear off after about three months. And so that tends to be when people come back to have their neuromodulator treatments done again, approximately every three months or so. Again, there is some individual variability in that, but that would be a general rule. Next question, question 14. What should I expect during a consultation for a neuromodulator? Well, I can tell you for our clinic, when you come, you'll meet with one of our qualified technicians. They will be assessing your skin and your facial muscles. They will take some pictures and they'll help to determine the best treatment plan for you. Of course, if you are seeing me, I will have a similar discussion with you. We will look at your face. We will decide which areas you want to have treated, what the appropriate dosing would be for those areas. We will talk about potential risks, side effects. And then once we agree on a personalized treatment plan for you, then we would go ahead and do the actual treatment. We would use ice. We clean the skin to minimize any discomfort and to make sure that the area is as risk-free as possible. And then we go ahead and do the injections, which only take a few minutes. And then as I mentioned, if you are a new patient, then we ask you to come back two weeks later, if at all possible, so that we can do a further assessment and make sure that the results are exactly the way you want them. And for our last question, we will end with this very common one, and that is, can I get Botox if I have had other cosmetic procedures done? And the answer is, 
yes, you can. Oftentimes we will do neuromodular treatments at the same time that we're doing filler treatments. It does depend a little bit on when your Botox treatment was, how much movement there is in the face, and what you want to have done. Sometimes the timing can be a little bit of an issue, and so this question is a little bit harder to answer definitively here on the podcast, but the short answer is yes, if you come in and you're interested in having neuromodular treatments and filler treatments, for example, then we can certainly discuss that and we can make that happen. So there you go. Those are some of the most common questions that I get about neuromodular treatments. I hope that is helpful to you. If you are interested in looking into the treatments for yourself, then feel free to reach out to me. I am at drterryfisher.com, D-R-T-E-R-I-F-I-S-H-E-R.com, or through antiagingvancouver.com, and I look forward to seeing you in the clinic. Once again, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, again, if you have enjoyed the podcast episode, then feel free to share it with others. Please leave a review on your favorite podcast player. And I'm looking forward to next week when we have a special guest and we're going to be talking about filler FAQs. Can't wait for that one. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Anti-Aging Insights. Stay tuned to discover more of the latest news, treatments, technologies, and developments in non-surgical cosmetic and anti-aging medicine. For more inspiration, to access the show notes, or to book an appointment with Dr. Fisher, Dr. Frame, or any of the other anti-aging professionals, please visit our website at antiagingvancouver.com. Until next time, stay inspired and live life well.